You ready? I'm ready. Hey y'all, I'm Kyle. And I'm Brittany. Welcome to Juttercast. We are learning to be more devoted disciples of Jesus, and we welcome you on the adventure. Yeah, let's go. Y'all, welcome to week 14. 14. Wow. Oh, Chattacast. This is also, we're recording this a day late, but Kyle, what is today? Today is day 100, triple digits. In core. So crazy. Yeah. So, as usual, I will pray and we will jump in. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for this last weekend. Um, This last weekend was. Easter, and we're also in the middle of Pesach, your Passover, Passover, <laughs> Passover celebration. And Lord, I just thank you for the remembrance that Passover calls us to. And I thank you, Lord, for just giving this this root, this heritage to us as Christians as well, that we are adopted into your family. And the, this feast is something that Jesus celebrated. And so we get to celebrate it along with our Jewish brothers and sisters with just as much remembrance, just as just as much celebration. And God, I just pray that the excitement that has been sparked in Kyle and I's hearts this weekend, God, that this would be sparked in us every single Pesach moving forward, every single Easter moving forward. And God, I just pray for more of the reality of your love, more of the reality of your power for us and for those who are listening. And I just pray an outpouring of your spirit right now, Father, that you would fill us afresh today, that you would anoint us afresh And Father, that we would go and that we would do as you commanded and make disciples of the nations. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So y'all, we're going to do our first let's be real question. Let's be real. (laughs) We're going to do it a little bit differently um, because, well, I feel like sometimes we end up doing it together anyways. (laughs) True. true. But we, we talked about it before and we have the same let's be real moment this week. And so... Kyle and I on Saturday, which is not the traditional day that you do a Passover Seder, but we did our, we conducted our first f- family Passover Seder. And for those of you who are like, you're a Christian, why are you doing a Passover Seder? <laughs> um, I mentioned it in my prayer. Um, but so when I went to Israel um, back in, it was right before we got married, it was the summer of, it was june of 2013 so that was almost seven years ago dating me at this point we were engaged i'm just saying like anyway yes we were engaged you had just proposed to me in may i went to israel in june you missed the joke well keep going (laughs) (laughs) i didn't miss it it's totally not there um you can tell me after um but yeah so went to israel and even before that kyle and i had done um a passover seder at our church but it, it just like it was a cool introduction that first time but it hadn't really uh, materialized, I guess, as anything. I don't know. It was cool, but it wasn't, I guess, personally significant yet. Um, but when I went to Israel, we did a Passover Seder. It wasn't over Passover, but we did a Passover Seder um, with our group that was there. And I remember be- like that trip was so cool for me because in that trip, I won, got the revelation that Rich Ronald was the man that was supposed to conduct our marriage ceremony. I usually word it as he was supposed to marry us. And that always sounds really funny. (laughs) So I feel like I should still say it. (laughs) So Rich is supposed to marry us. And I actually, when we were in a, 
an insula, which means it was a community. It was a, an area where, yeah, a community where Jewish families lived and you would build onto your father's house. It was, it was a really cool ceremony and message that Rich did. And as I heard him speak that insula message, I was like, this is supposed to be in our, this is our wedding ceremony and this mm-hmm. is this is the guy that's supposed to do it. I really hope Kyle's all on board. <laughs> and then, um, so that, that, that was another cool significance to the trip. And I say that because Rich actually wrote this Haggadah, which... So with the Passover Seder, it's usually conducted on the first night of Passover, which is a Wednesday night, typically. I guess that that shifts in the in the month depending on the Jewish calendar. But this year it was Wednesday night. We did not do it Wednesday night because it had honestly just gotten on my radar that, hey, we could do this. Um, but so Seder means order and Haggadah means a telling of a tale. Telling of a tale. So the Seder meal is just that there, it means that there is a certain order to things and... Um, I also want to pause and just mention that the reason, so the reasons that Kyle and I did the Passover Seder was one from that experience that I had in Israel where it just came alive to me. And I cannot wait to share this with Kyle when we go to Israel together. Um, But it came alive to me that Jesus adopted us into his family. And these are our roots. This is not just for the Jewish people. And I don't mean to offend that to anyone who may be listening that's Jewish. Like I just say that because I truly see you as my brother and sister. We are we are in the same family. And um yeah, so to know that Jesus who paid the price so that we could become part of God's family, we are adopted into that that history and that culture. And so we can celebrate and celebrate from a place of remembering. We did not do this out of a we have to do it and we didn't sacrifice any lambs. <laughs> right. There, there we, wasn't anything legalistic or no. Like that. And we fought that though, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like yep. I want to start with let's be real. We <laughs> both, like in our own way, which was kind of cool because Kyle usually never struggles with this, but I heard you say a few times i just want to do this right and like yeah. and just and rich had said it so many times because kyle spoke hebrew he stumbled <laughs> he stumbled through it but I it was tried. it was so handsome to watch him do that and just rich had encouraged me when i was asking him like a million questions leading up to um our seder um he was like Brittany, just remember there's grace like you're doing this to remember and just struggle through it because i was like okay rich now say the yom tov hebrew so i know what to say <laughs> he's like Okay, so one, I don't say this perfect. So yeah, she's like, just have fun with it. So so yeah, that was another reason. And the third reason that we, to me, and Kyle, if you have another reason, I would love to hear your reason of why this was significant for you to do. But I, and it was cool. Like I was building, like I say it now being in full realization of it, but at the time it was just unfolding so naturally and so slowly. But um, just this idea of like, we're setting our traditions for our family still. It's year six of marriage. Well, year seven, we've had six years. Um, and just to know that like, we're still setting our traditions. And this is one that we want to do every year moving forward now. And so to have it be just us, that, that COVID forced us, so to speak, into this place of looking for a meaningful um, Easter and like, and it's just that God delivered it so naturally. Like I look yeah. back and I'm like, it was so fluid, God. Like I didn't see it coming. It wasn't on my radar. And then you were so on board, which just like that blessed me so much that you were excited about it. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so like we, we got to start a, a tradition. So that was another reason. Like, I think that we both love traditions. Yeah. And yeah. Go but ahead. My, <laughs> my let's be real moment. Well, kind of one of them of the many that was happening during this is I mean honestly I was doing this more out of obedience just 
to, to watch you because God put this on your heart. And mm-hmm. so, um, I mean, I was, I was on board like physically, but mentally it took me a while. And, um, then it wasn't until actually after we had finished a Seder that I realized how much it actually meant to me that, um, that we did it. And I mm-hmm. mean, started this tradition and I mean, yes, now I am a hundred percent physically and mentally on board with it just because of the correlation between um, what it meant to the Jewish people, but then also what it meant to like us as Christians now, like the correlations between all of it mm-hmm. um, is just, yeah. And I think it was kind of cool that we did it on uh, quote silent Saturday, but yeah. yes, that's not traditional, but there was a lot of traditions that <laughs> we didn't traditionally do it not on purpose, just because that's how it turned out. And so mm-hmm. we'll, that will unfold as we talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. And I also want to, um, I feel like Jimmy said this really well in our, Pastor Jimmy, Lifeway Church, said this really well <laughs> in our um, Sunday sermon yesterday. Um, but he mentioned that there, you know, there were two Passovers. And so the Passover Seder that we did, the way that it was a little different from the Jewish Passover is that um, what's really, what's so cool about the Jewish Passover, like the Seder meal itself is that it tells the story of our redemption in Christ. And most of the components that we did on the plate, the words were a little different in our Haggadah than the, the traditional Jewish Haggadah. But, um, but like every single word, every single, um, meaning behind what the Jewish, um, people do it points to Jesus. Like it was so cool to read through it and I hadn't like pre-read it very much. So to listen to the words that Kyle was reading, I, w- I was just reminded of how everything that is being done in, in Jewish homes around the country. And again, I do not mean to offend um, anyone that may be listening that's Jewish. Um, this is what we've been able to see through Christ, um, us believing that he is our savior. But to be able to see every cup um, how it helps us to remember his deliverance from Egypt, but also his deliverance from sin through Jesus. And so I'm sure we'll do another um, episode down the road where we'll get more into like the the pieces and maybe even, I don't know, maybe one day we'll walk through our Haggadah and, and share some of it because Rich shared his with us so generously. And I would just love to, I don't know, just to spread that because it, yeah. it, it brings people together. But yeah, and I mean, what we can do is, or what we will do is, we'll we'll put the uh, links to like where Riches is, and then if like, we have his permission, yeah, if we have his permission, <laughs> which I think he will. Uh, thanks, Rich. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we'll do that, and then also um, the other resources that we used to. There was like a video on YouTube that we watched mm-hmm. that was uh, from so like awesome. a ni- from the nineteen eighties, we presume, but it it was super super helpful. So yeah, we'll, it's helpful to watch that before because you and it's totally based off of yeah. the Jewish people, not Christians right. doing this. But yeah, we'll we'll Sorry. probably eventually do a, a full like whatever. Yeah, on on our seder and what that is. So this I is didn't. Just our yeah, focus. let's be real. And I did not finish what Jimmy said. I apologize. I kind of threw in my own words. So what Jimmy said was there were two Passovers that we're celebrating on Easter. The first one is the Passover of um, of God passing over the land of Israel and delivering um, the Israeli, the Israel families from Egypt. Egypt, thank you. For, well, not yeah, from Egypt, but also from the firstborn being, like when he passed over yeah. and the firstborn of the Israeli families were not killed that night. So there's that Passover that we're celebrating that began the Pesach festival. But then we're also celebrating the Passover of Jesus that he was that Passover lamb um, and that that's why we're, yeah. 
Yeah, that's saved. good. Okay, so let's share. Let's go through the day briefly, kind of. We knew this was going to be a little bit of a longer episode, so it's okay. Get your popcorn. Let's go. <laughs> it's not going to be super long, y'all. But so I want to go through just the the things that stood out, and we don't not the details of of Passover, but just like the things that stood out to us in preparing for the day. So Kyle, do you, I want to give, I realize I'm talking a lot because I'm super passionate and excited about it. (laughs) Still, I'm like so giddy. I was like, (laughs) I was like so full of energy and coffee on Saturday. So it was crazy. And now. And now. Sorry. So, so so anyways, so like, yeah, in the preparation part, let's focus on that. What, what stood out to you as really cool memories? Uh, I mean, a a lot of it you did did most of it i didn't really do no that's not true we made the the i'm gonna say it wrong please forgive me jewish friends the head set head set yeah head set i mean that it was just it was interesting i think the biggest thing for me just like i've kind of talked about it already but my mindset was like okay like i'm doing this for britney i'm doing this for britney like i'm trying to like get my mindset into the right spot but it was very um like I, I had the thought of I, I knew something special was coming through this and I could see looking back on it that the devil was trying to like change my mind on everything that we were doing. Mm. So I think that was one of the most interesting parts of my day for me is just, I mean, battling that. Yeah. Battling that yeah. back and forth. And like, yeah, it was, it was a complete mind game, um, but I eventually won. So haha, take that. Yeah. Devil. And it's cool because in the Passover Seder, the head of the family, the father, prophetic word, Father Kyle. Oh, come father on, let's Abra- go. Father Kyle Abraham, <laughs> many sons. <laughs> uh, and daughters. And daughters. Um, but yeah, so the father leads it. So again, just that Satan would be attacking Kyle, like we, we saw his games, and Kyle did so good at casting him out. Mm. You did. I thought you did. So, okay, we'll go we with my perspective won. because I was super giddy. So I did not pick up on any of what Kyle was was battling through. And um, I was like, come, let's make the, the, the kataset together. And that represents the, um, it, it was sweet. Oh my gosh, I'm y'all, we're still learning everything. It represented the mortar. The mortar. Yeah, the, the mortar, mortar. That they used to whenever they were making the pyramids. Yeah. To remind them of that. Yeah. Of the hard work. But it was apples and... Walnuts. nuts and cinnamon yep. and red wine so it was really yummy um <laughs> not that that was the point but so we um we're making that together which was really special and then we made this cake which is officially only for our passover dinner meal it's real good it was real good and we had to adapt it because covid had stole some of my ingredients and so anyways it, made, it was just turned out really cool and just doing all that together was really really special and again i did not pick up on kyle's battle that he was doing so hopefully my joy was helping with that so it was so kyle looking at we were doing passover the actual seder meal mm-hmm. what what things stood out to you from that i guess not even just the meal like the whole actual like ceremonial yeah i mean one, one of the big things that stood out to me is that like you're either ceremonially ceremoniously big words sure. yeah not not my forte um but they make me sound smart so we're gonna try it uh anyway so you're supposed to like the um the husband the host uh, for the evening and everyone is supposed to be like lounging and not actually mm-hmm. sitting at a table like kings and queens would uh 
in the time they would lounge to eat their food to to show their prevalence they didn't have to sit at a table or do anything like that so i think that was just cool that we actually did that and uh, kind of some of the traditions that we worked into it from our end was really neat like the table that we were um, having our first seder, Passover Seder on was um, my dad's dad's table that he made himself. Mm. And then like we made the cake that Brittany was talking about in my grandmother's um, cake pan that was my dad's mom. And then uh, both of them have passed away. And then I was wearing Brittany's grandpa's, um, what is that? Cardigan. I just think of the joke from Dumb and Dumber. Pull over. No, it's a carnigan, but thanks for noticing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that that's where um, I was wearing that. And then uh, and he just passed away. And then Brittany's grandpa, who passed away um, a couple of years ago, uh, we used his handkerchief uh, as the covering for the, oh, goodness. You got it. Uh, Afi Komen? Yeah. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. Greek and Hebrew scholar in the making. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, that was just really cool. And then, I mean, just the thought of the Afikomen. So the Afikomen is the center uh, of the matzah stack. stack. Um, anyway, we, we won't go too into it, but it's there's three of them. So um, the center one you take out and you go hide and you break um, it in half. And you break it in First. half and... Uh, yeah, sorry. You break it half first, and then you go hide the other half, and then all of the children are supposed to go and uh, find that at the end of the meal. So, um, and I like how in the tradition, a lot of the children are just woven into each mm-hmm. part of the ceremony. So that was really special. Since we don't have children right now, Brittany represented the children because the children will come through her womb uh, and birth yeah, into they will. this. So um, I really like that as well. How about yeah. you? Yeah, you hit on... You did great. I agree with you on those. Um, yeah, and just that the realization of, so yes, the children will come through me, but I also felt like it was super prophetic of just, like, I, I did not see hope rising in this way this month. Like, I think that's the other thing that's so beautiful about it, but just the hope that we're once again in the waiting period for um, seeing if we're pregnant and um, just that God would let hope rise. And we do, we have super high hope yet again that this will be the month that we would conceive. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was really special um, to have that w- woven in. And either way, it is prophetic because, yeah, my body will carry them. Yeah, they will. And deliver them, and it will be quick and painless and terror-free. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, Not to get specific or no. <laughs> so um, I think, too, just, yeah, seeing Kyle be in that leadership role and just see him, like, yeah, have the grace and read through it and – um it was all just super special. And to realize that in the ceremony, like you take, again, it's really hard for me not to go into all the details because I love the details, but we, like the third cup um, of the four cups that you drink is the cup of redemption. And right before that, you eat, you eat some, you eat the matzah, the, the afikomen that was hidden. It comes back. The child brings it to the table, which th- that represents Jesus. And um, they get a present. And they get a present. I got five dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's they it represents Jesus, and just to I don't know, just to take communion in the midst of that seder meal, and to know that that's a tradition, like that that happens around the world um, during Passover seder's. Like that was really special to me. Um, and yeah, to to open our door and welcome Jesus in the house and scream, Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. 
Like some of those moments were super special. But I think that the 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 other thing that stands out to me was at the end of the so we we used Rich's template, his guideline, but we added a couple of things. And one of the things we added was at the very end. Um, there is a lot of singing in traditional satyrs, but we added our own. Kyle picked his favorite worship song, which is. Do you remember the name of it? I'm not going to be able to say it. Ag- I'm going to say it wrong too. Ag- is it Agnes or Agnew Day? Agnew Day, maybe. Agnew Day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the worthy is the lamb. Yeah. Do you want to d- say what yours is and why? Yes. So mine is Christ is Risen by Phil Wickham. And that's a new favorite for me because um, God gave me like, that song played just naturally. Like I was not playing a certain playlist um that song played for me right after the moment that i found out that my grandpa marvin had passed away early in march and i was like lord i don't know what to do and so i just started to worship and i listened to the words and it with grandpa just passing on and realizing it, it just made it so real for me like if you listen to the lyrics it was so powerful for me i i pictured I mean, I was there, I'm here standing on earth worshiping and I could picture Grandpa Marvin doing the same thing at the throne of God, at the at the throne before God. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, again, it, it made it real. And all of this, the Seder and then Easter Sunday, what happened for us too, that the day that we had, it just, God made Easter so much more real and meaningful than I've ever experienced in any of my life. And so, yeah, that song was a huge part of it and that's why I chose it. Yeah, it's really good. And for me, I would say mine, I chose mine. It's not the exact song, but it's the one, uh, the Hills song rendition. Um, whenever I was younger, um, and I talk about a little bit about this in my testimony podcast, but um, the reason that I chose this one is because in, I can't remember if it's eighth or ninth grade, um, but I was at this camp called Canica Camps, and uh, they walk you through um, like the ending story of Jesus and, and what that looks like and what that would feel like. And then at the end, they have a big resurrection cross um, and Jesus isn't on it and they were playing that song. And um, I hadn't already accepted Christ into my heart whenever I was a kid, but that's when like I actually got it. I fully understood like what Christ actually did for us. And I was just weeping my face off and yeah in the dirt and I remember going back to uh, back to the bathroom and just like looking at my face and seeing that like it's it's covered in dirt that it's covered in like tears and snot and like I'll do that all day every day because Christ gave his life for us Mm -hmm. and it was just so powerful for me that I just took a shower and like wiped all that away just like Christ wiped all of our sins away so mm-hmm. really powerful for me so yeah and that song was playing so yeah that's what I got I love it so yeah we're gonna do that every year and every year we will remind our kids just as um parents around the world that are celebrating Passover Seder's do we'll remind them of the meaning the significance behind everything we do and just, yeah, we, we just pray that this will be a legacy, something that truly is dear to their hearts as well. So, yeah, that was the glimpse. Yeah. Well, I got one more thing. <laughs> oh, OK. Uh, if yeah, if you don't have anything. No, go for it before to, we to wrap my let's be real moment up. So to kind of wrap it all together in a nice little pretty little bow that we didn't have a pretty little bow and. The ceremony wasn't exactly pretty or anything like that, but we we did it and we started a tradition and it was wonderful. And at the end, after we played the the songs, Brittany and I just spent some time in prayer and 
um, it was just so special for like her and I to do that together. Because typically, whenever you have a Passover Seder, you have all of your family around, um, you have all your kids around, and um, um, back in Jerusalem, they would like the the individuals who didn't have any family or um, that were lost or that I mean anybody who wasn't a part of your family. I'm not explaining it really well, but you would bring them in. So the most sought after people in Jerusalem over Passover Seder were like people who were mm. what's the word I'm looking for? Like the the lost and yeah. the those without family. I think you explained yeah. it well. Okay, and so um, this Seder because of the circumstances, it was just Brittany and I, mm-hmm. and this. God willing, will only be the ever time that we ever do a Passover Seder just with us. And yeah. we're praying, like we've said many times, that this next Passover, it will be um, with children. So mm-hmm. uh, it was just super Maybe special. child. Yeah. <laughs> or children, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just, that was the biggest thing for me of, like, this is the last time that Brittany and I do it just by ourselves. I like the wording you used when you prayed. You said together alone. Yes, we were together alone. Um, but then, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I was I was sitting there and I was trying to pray out loud with Brittany. And I was, I was just, I was crying so hard that like I couldn't, like the words were not coming out of my face. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, it, but it was just like, it wasn't sad tears. It, it was just like, all the emotions of the whole entire day that mm. it was the battle back and forth and like the symbology of everything that was happening. And then like it was finished and it was done. And like Christ was like rising the next day um, was just like huge for me and just like blew my mind and like all the emotions just like came pouring out. And it was just so special. It is one of those things that you'll never remember. Like Brittany and I were never sitting... Forget. Never forget. Yep. <laughs> I will always remember. Never forget. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those memories that we will, or I will, and I'm sure Brittany will always remember just because it was that special and it's just implanted into our brains forever. And yeah, so that was the wrap up of my Seder. And it was encouraging that. And if you have not cried in front of your wife in a while, you definitely should because it's awesome and you should emotions are good yeah and manly things yes anyway, <laughs> and manly things I'll, I'll step off my soapbox <laughs> well you get to step back up on it because you get to answer the next question <sighs> okay. which was if you remember what is something that god taught you this last week mm. week 14 week 14 um yeah i mean i i think a lot of it is wrapped up into the Seder meal and, and what I was just saying of that I am an overcomer, overcomer, <laughs> overcomer of my emotions and my feelings and the devil doesn't have a stronghold against against me. Yes, I might have these little battles here or there, um, but I am I am the victor. Jesus has already won for me. And so he might try to win those little back battles, but he might, I mean, honestly, let's be, let's be real. Maybe going back a question, but he will probably win a couple of those battles, but we are not to focus on those, those small little losses. We are supposed to focus on the victories and the victories can be terribly small, 
but it's still a victory. We still beat Satan, and that is our job is to beat him, and we will beat him because we have the the ultimate weapon that is Jesus. So yeah, that's what I got. What about you? And I think you're trying to find a verse. <laughs> I am, but maybe I'm not supposed to find it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead and ask the question. Okay, what is the one thing that God taught you this week? I don't have one, I have two. Two, okay. We'll allow it. Crowd, crowd. <laughs> and I'm seeing thumbs up. Okay. Because I'm the only one in the room. Yeah. Besides you. <laughs> <laughs> so, and yeah, luckily these are brief because... Because we're good. <laughs> so, um, Jimmy, again, yesterday... Um, it was a really quick question that he asked, but it like it just stuck with me, uh, and I feel like it stuck with me so that I could put it to practice this c- upcoming week. But he mentioned like, okay, you feel really good about your time with Jesus, but did God enjoy your time together? <laughs> he just asked that question: Did God enjoy the time that you just spent with Him? Yeah, that's good. When he talked about like the importance of spending time with God, and it just struck me because I feel like as a whole, any time, any time that we're turning to God. There is delight in his heart, but just the idea of like God has so much more and y'all have heard me say this before, but the word real and reality have been so huge for me. And especially after this weekend where it feels like from Friday to Sunday, I was just experiencing layers and layers of the realness of what Jesus did. And I feel like God is telling me like there's another layer coming um, which just blows my mind because I feel like I'm like, whoa, like this is this is just so much, like so much depth. Um, but yeah, so like I guess I challenge y'all with that question too, like and just maybe just sit with the Lord in that question of God, like does our time together please you? Or maybe it's not not looking back, but it's Lord, this this day, this time that I'm giving you, like I want it to please you. Please help me to to find what that looks like. Right, and see that as an encouragement, not as like... A, a condemnation. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah, like it challenged me in a good way. Like it was a conviction, not a condemnation. That's good. Which conviction, it should be an encouragement. It should be a, hey, this isn't good, but it's okay. <laughs> right, right. And condemnation puts you into shame. So I don't feel shame. I feel, I feel propelled to figure out how to get to that place with the Lord. And it is like with all of this, it's a journey. So that was my first question. And then yesterday also we were um, we were listening to part of Elevation Worship's Sunday or Elevation Church's Sunday message and Stephen Furtick. Yeah. Yeah. I was sorry, Stephen, your last name throws me off sometimes. <laughs> I don't know why. But he's um, definitely gonna be listening. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Hey Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> he's got fifteen thousand people who watch his sermons and we have fifteen. <laughs> We love you 15 people though. Um, Mom, dad, hi. <laughs> but we, uh, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. So he, he, he had come up with this, he had written this song. It sounded like over the last couple days, I don't know exactly how long, but it, it was talking about bones rattling. And I, I can't remember the exact lyric because as I listened to this lyric, I felt like God um, was giving me my own lyric to declare and to sing over myself. And I think he said like body or bones, one of those, hear the word of the Lord. And as I was singing that lyric over and over with them, I feel like God told me to declare womb, 
hear the word of the Lord. And so I just, like, I put my hand over my womb and I just, I, de- I did, I said, womb, I declare, hear the word of the Lord. Generations will come through you. God promises children. God promises that they are a reward, a gift from him. Yeah. And he doesn't hold that out from me. Like he doesn't, he doesn't hold out a single promise from me. And I just believe with all that I am that he is creator. He created me. He created Kyle and he plans for creation to come through us. And so, yeah, yeah. just, so I'm, I'm in the beginning of this still. This was just yesterday, but I'm excited to go through this week and look back at different scriptures that God has already put in my heart and to, to read them out loud and before and after to just declare a womb, hear the word of the Lord. Like we can speak to our bodies and, and they have to come under alignment. Like anything that you say, hear the word of the Lord, like it, it has to obey. I, I feel like that's where my heart is at. Like my posture of my heart right now, it's like yeah. everything has to bow to the kingship of Jesus, including my body, especially my body, because he created it and he knows what's going on. So anyways, like that was super energizing for me to like to to realize that and yeah it's really good um i was just looking back because i felt like i i had a scripture that i've not pre-read this guy so it may or may not apply perfectly but i feel like it applies to something that somebody needs to hear including myself so in psalm 145 verses 1 through 7 i I tagged this for babies so we'll just see what it says Mm -hmm. (laughs) and again i feel like it speaks to things beyond that my heart explodes with praise to you Now and forever, my heart bows in worship to you, my King and my God. Every day I will lift up my praise to your name with praises that will last through eternity. Lord, you are great and worthy of the highest praise. There is no end to the discovery of the greatness that surrounds you. Here it is. Generation after generation will declare more of your greatness and declare more of your glory. Womb hear the word of the Lord. Your magnificent splendor and miracles of your majesty are my constant meditation. Womb, hear the word of the Lord. Your awe-inspiring acts of power have every have everyone talking. I'm telling people everywhere about your excellent greatness. Womb, hear the word of the Lord. Our hearts bubble over as we celebrate the fame of your marvelous beauty, bringing bliss to our hearts. We shout with ecstatic joy over your breakthrough for us. Womb, hear the word of the Lord. Amen. That's really good. I'm just, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So whatever that is, like whether it's your body, whether it's your, your mind, whether it's your shoulder, like whatever it is, just reading, I encourage you to read the word of God and hear it as power and, mm. and just that you can say to your body, you can say to your mind, you can, you can say it over other people, their name, like you can say, Kyle, hear the word of the Lord. If you're needing to encourage them, yeah. like, like it may seem like such a simple sentence, but it's, it's, I don't know, like to me, like I said, it's just, it feels like it's beginning to unlock serious power. And I just, I pray that it will unlock power and unpack love and and compassion in ways that, that will just help you this week yeah. and whenever you're hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Do you have anything else to add? I think that's a really good landing point. I think I'm set. I think I'm set as well. <laughs> well, y'all, let us know uh, what you continue think about the podcast. If there's anything that we can improve upon, we appreciate your feedback. Or if you have any questions about 
uh, how we did our Seder or, or what that looks like. And in the future, we will do a like what that means more to us and how we did it. And uh, we will probably bring other people way more better at this. More better. More better at this. More better. <laughs> um, of the Passover Seder. And uh, yeah, so we're looking, look forward to that in the future. And yeah, thanks again. Give us a, a thumbs up or a high five or whatever you want to do. Uh, we appreciate you listening to us and uh, have a wonderful week. See you later.